1: Welcome, lads and lasses, to episode 56 of the Roker Report podcast, and we are doing a nice little group therapy session again, as is tradition, because we're lost against Cardiff. Um, it was a terrible performance, really. Um, I'm your host, James Copley. I'm joined by Connor Bromley. How's Hi. it going?
2: I am very well. Very good. Very well. Thing, obviously, not football-related, but... Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: thing's and happen. we've got a, a podcast debutant in Chris Cam. How's it going, mate? Ah, it's all right, like It's all right. Old old school chub of mine. Aye. primary. secondary school. I know, we go back absolutely years. I know, it's been a long time. And as ever, we've got the managing editor, Gav. I read. How are you doing? I'm here. Hopefully my mic's better this uh, week. Nah. Nah, no, no two-day hangover today? Nah, I was fine yesterday. Good, good. Right, well, we'll jump straight into the three-word review of the Cardiff game. We have Graham, one of our writers, who says, end it all. We have Nick Wiseman from It's the Hope, I Can't Stand, the fanzine who do a column for us, which is kind of good mm-hmm. and it's the first time I've got the name right on the show so I think I deserve so d- he listens as
3: well so Does he's he? happy with that cool. yeah.
1: he says subpoena capitulation shocker
2: fair fair. why is Graham called death rogan ah, he's strange isn't Goff, he? Isn't he? He's, what, he's one death of these
1: rogan? emo kids he's a strange strange boy um, Reese Benson says same old shite Tom Atkinson says "Wap you are doomed I like that one it's the best one yet Chris Jones says please liquidate um, <laughs> <laughs> please just liquidate even sorry um, Vito Soros says can't be arsed Sandra says welcome Accrington Stanley <laughs>
2: that's realistic that they could go up this year the league one I know uh,
1: it's, it's give thought. over man <laughs> <laughs> Stu Stu Robertson says pass the vodka Bob Murray I don't know if it's the Bob Murray like probably not could, could be you never know It says unlucky unwise unstable <laughs> Will Green same old crap Nigel SAFC we're going down Stephen Toward says another shy performance is a bit of a theme I was just about to say
3: there.
1: that <laughs> uh, you, it, might, you might think we might have got beat at the weekend or... I, and it was an absolute shocker I mean I'll I'll start if you don't mind for a change my dad and my brother are Cardiff fans and they went to the game my um, dad used to live up here and He's he's been going to Cardiff for years. Um, he's had a season ticket with my little brother for for the last two. And when I asked him about the uh, the game, he said it's the worst team he's seen at the Cardiff City Stadium since Rotherham last year, and we offered nothing going forward. That's at all.
3: that's something that quite a few fans of teams have said about us. And it's concerning. Yeah, I am um, recently, especially. I remember Barnsley fans saying the same. Um, oh that
2: Barnsley game was bad That was as bad as yesterday the But you th- the thing
3: is with, with the game at the weekend Cardiff were as bad as us for 45 minutes And then we've just done that thing we tend to do quite often these days Which is fall a bit straight after this, the half time break A 46 minute goal is just terrible I mean we had been mad, was it? 30 seconds in something? Like we've been
1: we've been bad in the first half But as you say you kind of it's You're saying to them at half time Right you've been shite that's a let off You mm. go out now And you perform We're lucky to be nil-nil You go out now And you prove your worth And they just didn't I've
3: I put something On the site about this today But it just seems that like crap teams Managed to Swat us aside Purely because We're small and weak And that's what That's that's kind of the The gist of the performance On the weekend again um, The first goal was like oh, Billy Jones got out Muscled far too easily And then the keeper I mean gets nowhere near it And it's It's the same type of goal Every week all a team has to have against Sunderland is a bit of pace out wide and a centre forward with a bit of strength and height mm. and
1: the win. All right, well, we've got, we we offer no pace up front. Chris, did you think anybody came
4: out of the game with any credit at all? Mm, no. Um, no, not one. There's a couple of players that I thought showed signs that they could go on and do something in the team. Honeyman oh. a six. <laughs> yeah, see. Honeyman's <laughs> <laughs> oh, always a sixth. You got a four this week. He's, he's did he, the, well, Who did the like, play ratings? Alex. Alex uh, he may, Alex. He may well have got a four this week, but he's like the perennial six, honey, man. I, I saw put Gooch in the same category of these players who put the, the graft in the work, they seem to get it. They get the idea of what yeah. some of the fans want, but then they just don't have any they don't have enough quality. They, mm. they they had moments where you could see them trying to do something between the two of them, passing the ball, moving it around the box, and then one of them would just place it two yards behind the other and would break down again. And it was the the same over and over and over. We just need somebody well, we need more than just one somebody. We need a couple of players at the back and in midfield who can grab hold of them and get a bit of quality in the passing and the movement again. Mm. Can we stay up, though, Connor?
2: Uh, to be honest, this weekend's the first time I've I've felt genuine fear. Uh, I normally me too. like yeah, I felt like even though we were down there, and I never, I know they were playing bad, but I just didn't believe they could go down because they're Sunderland and they shouldn't be in League One but this weekend well,
1: we're just, three we're three points off safety now
2: well yeah it just proves though that you know we're not we're not too big to go down we're, we're in this mess and the only way out of it is probably just going to take a lot of luck mm-hmm. look in the transfer market look on the field because at the minute we're, we probably are in the three worst teams in the league certainly from what I've seen watching what 27 games played now I've not seen many teams worse than us this year But. Like, Really, really, out. I can't even think of one off the top of my head.
1: And we've got uh, a massive injury crisis, you know, like the likes of Gibson, who has turned out to be on the couple of shows he, well, on the couple of games he played when Coleman came in, he looked vital. And our look, he's, mm. he's injured, he's going to be out for a long time. We're missing what more? We've sold James Vaughan. James Vaughan's gone. Lewis Graben's gone back to Bournemouth. Um, we're not looking like we're going to spend any money. We've got a youngster in at the back, uh, he can't do it by himself
2: is Bain going to be able
1: to spend anything on Coleman's behalf is Short going to let him
2: I think they could get the situation where he, he sort of feels forced I can't believe for one minute that Ellis Short and Martin Bain will not put up a fight to say go down League One I, I don't know if that means they'll necessarily put funds into it but I can't imagine that he's going will, to willingly let an asset go down into League One without putting up any fight whatsoever I, I can I,
1: I was <laughs> just about to say there's, yeah. there's a theory behind this um, that's you know, Ellis Short is rich as he is, but whenever something happens with Sunderland AFC, it just goes on to the club's debt. When he sells the club, that debt stays with the club. It doesn't come, mm. it doesn't go with Ellis Short. So he's the, kind of happy to to let that debt sit there.
2: That's true, but he is owed a lot of money as well. Like the, a lot of the money owed is money owed to him. So he stands to lose a lot of money, and he stands to lose more money with the team going down. I don't know if he will. I probably won't spend money, but but like, I, I'm, I'm starting that I want him just to see it. It was like please, I'm. Please, I'm really please. starting
1: to think he's not going to spend money because look at his track record over the past eighteen months. It's it's not looking likely, is it? If he if he was going to spend money, he would have spent money by now.
4: Hmm. Well, he's he's actively said he wants to sell the
1: club. So why on earth would he invest any of his money from that point? Yeah, I, I think we're just kidding ourselves that in, well, as you say, to kind of like. Make ourselves feel better in these massive group therapy sessions we'll have weekly. <laughs> oh, I, 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 he'll, he'll definitely spend some money, lads. I don't, him. Him. I, don't I, is, I don't think he's going to. I
2: think he'll spend.
3: I don't think he's going to. Gav, how do you see it? I just don't, I don't see him budging on his stance because, well, what, the 50, Is it the 15th or the 16th today? 15th? 15th. In January, we're now halfway through the month. Um, if he was going to spend money, we would have bought players by now, I think. Uh, I think it's quite clear that with the Aggressive nature of the way we're trying to push players out the out the squad with grabbing, obviously leaving because he didn't want to stay. Vaughan's being sold pretty quickly without a replacement lined up. Clearly, um, Rodwell apparently Being offered a free transfer. Hmm. I mean, we've <clears throat> we're obviously trying to get rid of players very quickly, and I would imagine that's because we need to free up wages to even bring anyone in. Um, John Walters probably wouldn't be cheap, but no, then I you've wouldn't. got then you've got their manager coming out. At the weekend, suggesting that he might not let him go later in the window, which doesn't suit us at all. Um, I, th- I have no idea what kind of targets we've got lined up, but they're all going to be loans. Um, I mean, the free agent market is dead. There's nobody really available of any worth to Sunderland at the minute. Um, so, I would, to be honest, I think we're banking on we're banking on maybe getting a couple of kids in on loan, um, and and getting players back fit from it, injury. It's
1: such a hard environment for kids. To come into this this club In its current state I think it's Like you, you look at Browning Browning's done reasonably well But it can go the other way Like we talked on the pod last week About Galloway You know it's It's mm. it's not worked out for him but has, and,
3: but has Browning done
1: reasonably well I mean he's it's Compared to the I think,
4: I think right, relatively. relatively think to the rest of his squad
1: I think we've I mean that defence Gets a lot of pressure on it you, You've got yeah. to you got to take it no, I, I mean back.
3: I don't I, I'm not saying he's not Been one of the better performers I think He has had good games I just think He's kind of Fell into the same trap The rest of them have Which mm. is he struggled When under pressure um, There's no the, This is the problem I've kind of got with The direction we seem to be going With recruiting loan players From top sides That are kids Is that Have they got the mentality to, to deal with The the pressure ball Which is Sunderland At the minute I don't think it's That's possible To be honest um, Clark Salter came pretty highly recommended John Terry saying he's one of the more vocal youngsters he's came across you know very complimentary of him but I mean this is a different kettle of fish to anything these lads have ever ever really been involved with I I would imagine and uh, I mean it makes the game at the weekend look all the more you know intense and important because I think if we can win at the weekend it shows potential signings that you know we aren't a lost cause Mm. I'd um, love to
4: know what's going on in Clark Salter's head especially after that result at the weekend
3: oh, and he got bullied off the ball for one of the goals he probably you know yeah, down in the dumps at the I minute mean, yeah.
4: he's gone from being like, like outstanding in his class one of the top players at youth level and he's come up to a new city that he's never been to before. He's going to be surrounded by players he's never met, in, from in, in, a, and thrown straight into a bad in a, environment, a tough physical yeah. league, the cold, in the cold northeast of
1: England. Yeah, <laughs> in the bitter cold where there's nothing to do for any kind of man or woman who earns more than like I don't know, one thousand five hundred pounds a week <laughs> or something. Like, what do you do with money? What, what do you do with that sort of money in the northeast? Like, what is it to do? Just get pissed basically. Yeah but you can't Well I don't I know Half like <laughs>
4: I'd, I'd buy loads of Dixon's pies
1: If it was me That's that's true That's true
4: <laughs> um, I've got, got a question On Twitter
1: um, From David GB Who asks John O'Shea Still getting a game Even though he can't run Can't tackle Can't pass Can't organise The defence around him Why? I think bluntly It's
3: injuries isn't it At the moment I was mm-hmm. say,
4: yeah. Who else? I mean, who
3: else we're going to play? They say injuries But I mean <laughs> Even if Kone was fit I don't think you'd play him I, I, think, I think I think O'Shea, when he's fit, plays every game regardless, because of the the situation we're in. And that, um, that shows
1: just how blinkered we've been, especially in the summer. Because I remember, I remember doing the podcast in the summer and saying, you know, O'Shea will be brilliant as kind of a squad player. You know, he can't play every game. Long championship season, tough physical league. We can't rely on him anymore. We need to move on, and here we are, relying on him again.
3: Yeah, and there's, <laughs> there's what's the alternative really? Mark mm. Wilson, who hasn't really keeps getting yet.
1: Oh, he's a midfielder,
3: though. Oh, I, I mean, if there's, if there's anything, if there's anything epitomizes the situation we're in, it's that we're playing Mark Wilson, a centre half and centre mid, alongside and Dong, who <laughs> the day before we were told is, is told the club he wants to leave. Dilly ding, dilly dong. You know,
2: what did we make of the? Uh, started starting to take a job, James. What would you make of the red card? I,
3: didn't, I thought it was a red card, but a lot of people. Nah. The club have appealed. Soft. It, like. I've seen them given, but I, I think the club are right to appeal to I, appeal was,
4: a, I was at work when it happens, like in a pub full of Sunderland fans. Fitz, and none Fitzgerald's, of them, isn't it? Well, probably. nice pub. None of them really whinged about it.
1: Do you not think I think that that's just apathy though isn't it that's just mm, like oh, well, yeah, that, that adds, that's you know, that what adds to the is minute, it, misery
4: is it a really bad tackle or is it just a group of fans who just gone, ah uh, whatever like yeah. another bad thing happening to Sunderland do
3: you not reckon that the club have appealed it because they might fear it you know if he gets a three match ban who's going to want to take him aye, aye. Like maybe they're fearing that you know and they haven't got anything to lose I mean he d- fails and he might still go but they've got nothing to lose with Making that appeal, he's it's probably played his last game for something hasn't he? Well, yeah. that's
1: that. Jo- John Ridley asked the question on Twitter: Why did Ndong play yesterday? It Doesn't want to be here, so why have him anywhere near the squad? He appreciates the numbers a little, but I, I kind of get his point. I mean, if N- if Ndong's off, then what's the point of playing him? It's
3: catch twenty two, isn't it? I think. I mean, he could have played Ethan Robson, but
4: <sighs> I want to give I want to give Ndong a bit of credit and say, like, surely, like, we've got to trust Coleman and assume that he's had the right attitude. Since he's come back And training, he
3: did say that he did say in his press conference he trained well all week. Yeah,
4: and I mean, you, it's, you look at the like <coughs> high-profile case of uh, Coutinho at Liverpool, clearly vocally wanting to leave in the summer, didn't get his move, and then worked hard through the mm. the start mm. of the season. So it can't, it could be the same thing with Ndong. Yeah, he's just we, so well, you know, I might as well work hard while I'm here because he's, he's only going to damage himself if he doesn't.
3: I think I think it, we do sometimes judge players harshly. Um, there might be other reasons behind why Ndong wants to leave. I don't know Maybe you know He does see himself As a Premier League player And to be fair We know for a fact That Watford Have been in for him Mm. And we rejected the offer Because it wasn't good for us Mm. Um, But I mean If you're him Why would you want to stick around If you're getting offers From Premier League clubs As as great as I think Sunderland is It's not a nice place To play football at the minute Um, Which is probably part Of the reason why We haven't really strengthened The squad all that much So far this This window Because good players Are going to want to Wear their offers up They're going to look at us and go, bottom the league, shipping goals for fun, nobody, you know, nothing positive going on around the place. I think I'll wait and see how it goes, which is probably why we won't sign anyone until maybe after the Birmingham game, which is one day before the window closes. I think we're going to have a busy last day. Mm. But we had a busy last day
1: in the last transfer window, and we ended up with. Johnny Williams, who's barely played because of injury, McManaman, who hasn't covered himself in glory, mm. grabbin has gone back. I was grabbing him before.
3: No, it was Wilson, McGee, eh, Air, McManaman, and, and, w- Williams. and Williams. And Williams were uh, the three on deadline day. The yeah. three haven't been very good at all. Nothing. Been, They've been shade. The
2: three. I mean, Williams <laughs> has had like tokens of shade. All <laughs> Yeah, but I would like to have seen how he would have got on with Coleman. With yeah, Coleman. the thing is, he's a he's a, not a be nasty of all, but like he isn't injured player. He spent his whole career injured, so why we're expecting him to play you know every game. It, it just wasn't likely it happened and it it's it's proven again that he's injured. Mm. You know, you look at Wilson, I expected like things from Wilson. I thought he was going to be a decent player, but he's came in and he just looks he doesn't even look like a championship standard centre back. Might
3: might give him some benefit, I think wasn't well we were made aware before the Borough game he was injured and he played through injury against Borough. Looked a mile away like but he did. He looked he was he was playing out of position and injured Mm-hmm. That's, that's um, the thing.
4: If he's got that, if he's got that attitude, and he has got that work ethic, and I've got no problem with him being in the team because it's yeah, you have, you have to. I <laughs> believe it's so bad. defensively I know it's like, he's the not thing. Doing anything good as a centre it's back, like, it's it's yeah. it's awful because it's like I'm at a point now where I'm sort of forgiving players for being rubbish
3: because <laughs> they want to be here because they want to yeah, be here and it. It's like,
4: you. and it shouldn't be the case. You know what I mean? We should be looking at at good players. Huh. I was there just to just, uh, ask you all as well what you think at the end of the season. If if you were a footballer languishing about in like bottom of championship or whatever and you got a choice between signing for Sunderland or signing for Wigan by the end of the season which do you think would have been the right decision
3: Wigan Probably Wigan because they're going up but, and we've
1: sold them James Vaughan So that'll be the ultimate banter next season yeah. Is when James Vaughan is in the league above us The thing Think is it
3: just shows you how poor our squad options have been this season mm-hmm. He's not going to Wigan to play every week No he's going to He's, he's, the back, up, he's yeah. back up to, to well, Greg okay. and Nick Powell he, He's going to do know? what we thought he was going to do for us this season Basically but <laughs> in the league below us Which just shows you how much you want to get away from Sunderland To Aye. be fair Wigan isn't too far away from where he grew up mm. Um, He probably wanted to get back close to home Apparently he's got a lot of close friends who play for Wigan. Mm. So I, I don't begrudge on the move, because no, no. to be honest, he's played 27 games for us and been shitting the majority of them. He's, so two uh, he's quite
1: clearly not up to scratch. He likes a little uh, cup of the
3: ears to the fans as well. Uh, so. He likes a, a yeah. bite on Twitter as well. He's he does a, eat, right yeah, It's actually nice that we've cut short a spell when it's obviously not working. Like right. How often have Rodwell, case in point, been here since 2014?
1: I will get on to him.
3: Um, like... How often do we sign a player And struggle to get rid of them Well and then And
1: then send them out on loan And like we we'll yeah. go really we'll go Around the like The world and the motions With these players Col- Don't we
3: Coleman said didn't he After the, the Vaughan sale Look it's not worked for six months mm. What's the point In carrying on See Ta- you later Talking about Coleman I, I think I have been impressed with him Since
1: he's come in And I, I maybe do have a little bit more Sympathy with Simon Grayson Than I, than I did Even though he made Really really bad mistakes I don't place the blame for this at the moment at Coleman's door I don't understand what you can do better to be honest what system he can play he's, yeah there's little things here and there substitutions, but there's you're always going to have stuff like that even, even in the winning side but it, I just like the fact that he's not being taken for a mug over the Ndong transfer which we'll get onto now Watford offered what did they offer did uh, a the, loan it was
3: the offer that he turned. He, t- he talked about
1: the 75% he said well I'm not accepting that because we'll just get our pants pulled down and yeah. you know for a fact that in uh, the couple of years gone by probably from 100 Yeah, from Big Sam yeah. to, to Coleman that would have been accepted and we would have had our pants pulled down
4: I I love that about Coleman because I mean I don't know what level of involvement Martin Bain has in Simons. well because it seems like a bit of a common denominator is good players who would go for money at any of the football club likes of Kazri even Gilla and people like that we could have sold maybe not with Gilla as late as we left <laughs> it but These have all gone out on loan And disappeared off the Mm. face of the earth And and doing well at different clubs Or whatever Lens is another one Why couldn't we have just sold them Made a bit of money on them Why are we the ones being held To account every single time
3: I think think the The reasoning behind that was that Next summer we haven't got another Jordan Pickford to sell Mm. Um, We can sell these players Who are out on loan and make a bit of money next summer. I think that's mainly the reason.
4: But that's I'd, yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then that's that's fine. Mm. But I'm still skeptical if that'll even happen because they're out on loan now. Come the end of the season, do the other club turn around and say, "Oh yeah, well we're not we're not buying them." They but Lens and, and
2: Barini have to go. Like that has to go through. Whereas Kazri doesn't.
3: I don't think. But luckily, for, l- sure l- luckily for us, good. with Gjilabogji and Kazri they're doing really well. Yeah, Lens and Barini on the other hand aren't. L- luckily, so. but then that just underli- like it just underlines the
1: annoyance for me is like oh they've gone somewhere else and do really well like how Sunderland is that that is it's just so Sunderland. Yeah, there's,
3: there's a part there's a part of us kind of wonders why we didn't stand firm on players like Kasri mm. and and when look you're not going anywhere you, we need you this season, um, and then maybe got a good six months out of them sold them in this window it says it's, a lot
4: about the attitude that the players went down and didn't think to themselves well I owe these fans and mm. they're so quick to talk about on social media about how wonderful we are and that why don't they go down and think well I owe these fans a season to try and well, well
1: Kone has suddenly sprung back up on Twitter again recently <laughs> since it's January he's, he's just started kind of reminding everybody that he's still here with the, with the odd tweet so and, I can
4: do sit ups look at me
1: and, uh, the ironic thing is, is that he kind of he, he did this whole tweet all working back and stuff like that and looking to get back into the side and he posted a picture of him in the Leicester game from like was it two seasons ago or nah, winning,
3: winning a header against someone small yeah <laughs> and it's like you've got to yeah. go that far back to, to find something good that he's done it's ridiculous but he Corny. I mean We're going to struggle To sell him I think I mean It, it transpired the other day That he uh, We haven't had any offers For him I'm not surprised To be honest Because He was going to take a risk On a player Who's barely I, I played I For 18 months if I it, wouldn't i make an offer you know?
4: For a player who's
3: He'll go on loan 100% enough. I don't think we'll get Money for him The but, thing is though We know?
2: we stupidly Gave him a, a new contract So he's actually Contracted now For another Three, three and a half years Hm. Because we gave him that contract last year To try and keep him sweet When he just came to the club So He could be the sort of player that you know, next year in League One, if they can't kind of offload him, you know you're going to be stuck probably paying
3: him 30-40 grand well, a week. That that's got to be up there with one of the worst transfer decisions in this club's history. And we've had some bad ones. We thought it was a great you coup know. for Moyes at the time, didn't? We? Eighteen we million we turned down mm. from Everton for him. We probably could. We won't even get a fraction a of that now.
1: We probably could have squeezed them for a bit more as well. Probably, probably yeah. We we probably could have got
3: 20, 25 at, yeah, the you really remember, at the time, I remember. At the time, I remember. The reason people were saying Oh it's Moyes trying to make a statement Like you can't push your, push your weight around with me About, um, But I mean he was gone in the summer And was stuck mm. with Kone, who I don't
4: blame Moyes mm. for that I think he, at the time He had to show he had that bit of character Oh hindsight's strength,
1: wonderful but, obviously yeah. I mean he would have you know, got pelted like, if he'd have let him go And yeah. you know at, at the time it was the right decision to keep him Because we, we thought he was going to be the player that he was I mean that, that
4: all looked rosy when Moyes came in Everyone was delighted wasn't it yeah. Although the whole reason he was upset, it was, like, Coney was upset it Was because he was promised a contract and then Moyes didn't honour that promise until about two months later, didn't he? Until mm. the
2: day after the deadline, I think he gave him a new contract. That, mm. was, That's,
4: that was a bit bizarre.
2: thing is, though, if we did sell him for £20 million, Moyes would have invested the money badly, so, I mean, we would have lost either way. I thought <laughs> <laughs> we would have ended up with a crock. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but des- despite all this chaos, Coleman still says that he has no regrets over Jordan Sutherland and he's t- an absolutely... Fabulous football club, and I'm, I'm struggling to even agree with them at the moment. Like, is this a fabulous, fabulous football club? Well, like, just, just to go back to to what I was talking about with me dad and me, my little brother. My little brother's what, 10, 11 and over over the years we've always had a bit banter as he started to get into football, and I've always <laughs> been able to throw him. eye, but look how well supported Sunderland are. You know, look how good our fans are when we've got something to shout about. We're, we get passionate, and just as he's coming of age and he can understand that, we're just so rubbish. So i just thank you, Sutherland, for making me look like an (laughs) idiot to family. (laughs) (laughs) Because I
2: do. they're still getting more people than what Cardiff gets, so... Well, just about. I don't know. Their ground was empty the weekend. Was it? It looked empty. Ah, it was... was. I bet you there must have been less than... 20,000 well, 15 to 20,000
1: yeah. Dad if you're listening he's, he's called Richard so Dick is, is appropriate <laughs> you, you can't have fans of shit there we go uh,
3: there's well, my, there's my rant be, over he might be big and hard I'm not uh, I'm not starting on him like, I'll leave that to
1: you no he's, he's quite tall bless him but um, he's old now so he'll be fine All right. he'll be he'll be tight fisted listening to this tomorrow because he's uh, he's going to listen so oh, is he? Yeah. I just needed to get that in there oh uh, Dick hello <laughs> it's been fantastic well,
2: I do shout out it's uh. Right,
1: we're going to go on to... Oh no, Connie, you want to do your stupid scratch card thing, do Why, well, it's not stupid sure scratch card. Well, you're Wait, not getting
2: any of it. E- explain your scratch card concept to the <laughs> well, listeners. Well, basically, right, because this week I was made to buy the snacks, which were Terry's shot orange. As you've oh, the-
1: probably seen on Twitter by now, sensations seg because
2: they segments come on James
1: Right well this segment's boring me so will you hurry up yeah so, oh. so <laughs> oh, off.
2: I was going to let you scratch a little bit of the
1: scratch card no no car. just, just get on with it will so you?
2: if we win on the scratch card it buys next week's snacks or if it's five grand which is the top prize because I'm an idiot and bought the low prize um, then I'm going to maybe buy a car or something
3: Thought I wouldn't say studio nice new mics mm-hmm. nah Nah, definitely. we'll, we'll nah. move Sean Brown up here. That, that would that would right, what open. Oh,
2: right, you see, I've scratched. There's
1: nothing in on the first row. Right, and, uh, it, the tension. But this is the kind of quality you just cannot buy. No, this is cutting edge podcasting. This really yeah. is. We're up there with the, the Wait, totally a totally football league show and everything, and
4: put some music in the background of this segment, maybe. Yeah. yeah. While you listen, there. Uh,
1: you don't scratch scratch cards very good, do you? You've got no technique. What do you mean technique? There is technique to a scratch card. I think that. there is. Yeah. yeah you keep he's doing it, wrong, it off the end and folding.
3: Forty-five degree angle. I want to have a one or what?
1: That's a tense moment.
2: I don't think so. Ah,
1: yeah. <sighs> oh, dear me Right, sack my to win. The the, the the news coming off the uh, the old internet today is that Jack Rodwell has been offered the opportunity to terminate
4: his contract. Sorry, I'm just watching. Is he still working? It's just, <laughs> just in. We've not won anything. We've won no.
2: That was
1: a, f- a good half an hour to <laughs> work. That, that was know. a flawless introduction Wait, it's got,
2: like, as well. Two instructions.
4: That was a
1: flawless Rodwell right, introduction. I'm, I'm, Harry, well you done, you right, you're a really
2: good podcast. Thank you. Well done. It's
1: nice to get some praise once. Anyway, Rodwell, discuss. We've offered him. The chance to get out, he still mm. got how much? That someone worked it out. he's still got five million left on his contract. Five
3: point four million ish. 5.4 million I worked it out earlier today. So, I wonder if he get, but he make bonuses for not playing and things like that. So for not playing.
1: Play. <laughs> 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 no, no, you, you get unused you you new, really <laughs> like, new substitute. substitute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you never yeah. know. Yeah. And you know, you know that that Rodwell contract is a joke, so there will be something like that in there.
4: Oh,
3: definitely. Um, I, I, well, there was there was a. It came out this morning The, the papers all or The local papers all uh, Released the information At the same time So I'm guessing They were fed it I'm guessing because His agent was Made this offer Two weeks ago The club Will want to leak The information out Try and put pressure on Them to make a decision Wouldn't Which is, isn't a bad move To be honest I think the more people Talking about this The more likely It's going to happen um, But Let's be honest, why would Jack Rodwell walk away from all that money? It just doesn't make sense to do uh, it. It's probably it's going to be his last kind of big well, financial concept. Set, set aside your it? feelings on him as a player, as a person, um, who in their right mind turns that money away? I mean, well, yeah. it's not as though he doesn't seem like the type of character who wants to play football um, on a regular basis. I mean, I think the last four or five years of his career probably shows he's fell out of love with the game a little bit. Uh, has nothing really left to prove after hitting the heights so early in his career, so why on earth would he turn that money away? I, I don't see a logical um, a logical end to this. I think I think if anything, we might give him a smaller payoff than he might be entitled to, um, because apparently he has turned around and said he wants to leave, which is mm. fair enough. Um, but I. I've, I've got reservations about whether this will I'd, even
1: happen I'd be tempted, to see he's got over 5 million left on his contract bonuses and stuff like that included, I'd, I'd be tempted to just offer him a sum, like a million and see if he bites it. I well know, it, yeah. it looks
3: bad when they're making so many financial cuts at the club to uh, just yeah, offer a suppose, player to I know
1: but you're going you're gonna, to yeah. save in the they, long they, run because he's not
3: going to play, he's not going to contribute for us.
2: Imagine next year though that, that again they'll probably make more staff redundancies and they're paying him 60 grand a week, it'll look far well, better. The 70 is,
3: in League 1, that's going to be that's going to be almost catastro- catastrophic in my eyes. When you add on that the stadium as well, which mm. is going to be. Authentic. I think if they can, if they can
2: agree a settlement, I would, I would try and get at most two billion. And if he, if
3: he doesn't accept that, then
2: he is a, he's a he's a dick. Is he's he, he's, he's like injured a right <laughs> not injured
3: oh, right now. It's not If he, it's a career at the end of the day, and he has no, no loyalty whatsoever to Sunderland. But if he, it depends. But well, he should have. He's, he's spent enough time on the injury but table. He, he should he have fucking to loyalty to the club's anymore.
1: facilities.
2: If he does want to play football anymore. Uh, does want to play football again Then he will have to leave So he might take that If he if he just wants to retire Then uh, if I was him I would sit on the contract
1: I, I, see, I see both perspectives on this Because on the one hand Yes, Rodwell is a greedy shithouse With no integrity But on the other hand I, He does have as long-term career To think about But you yeah, think he'd have made enough money by now If you have to do something on the
3: outside Honestly, yeah. I'd I think they don't think like that. Nah, <laughs> he's, he's got it's a, a short career. Can you imagine if someone turned around at you and went, by the way, you can carry on the way you are now for 18 months and you'll be £5.5 million pound richer. Or you can walk away well, and you can true, go man. and get a, a worse contract at another club and probably expectancy to play will be more. Um, what, oh, what he's had a cushy to? number, really not he? Of course he is, isn't. He's never, ever, ever going to walk away from that. I mean, when the Sky Sports tweet earlier today that was fairly misleading said that, that we'd was agreed yeah said that would agreed to um, give him a free transfer uh, I, I was like well, oh, that was quick then the, it transpired that they kind of jumped the gun but well, um, basically
2: they've agreed that they both want him to leave yeah. so that, that's all that's agreed and yeah. Sky Sports did mislead because like, I was texting my mom I was like
3: oh get in Rodwell's yeah. it wasn't even true but I mean it's not going to be that quick I think. I think when you're talking about a seven-figure, some as high as that. Um, he's not just going to walk away from it. There's, we're going to have to find a middle ground, unfortunately, and it'll be paying him something. I don't know how he sleeps at night, given the um, the uh, redundancies at
1: the club last year. He doesn't care, man. And, well, wow. I, yeah, I know, but that's I, I'm not asked if he doesn't care or not. It's bad that he doesn't care. It's just this whole stupid millennial generation. I know, but he, he
2: it depends how you look at because he'll just be looking at it, well, I'm just taking money off a billionaire, which is exactly what he's doing, so... Ah, that's, well, that's he's the wrong. an idiot
4: if he thinks so because he's not he's taking it's, it off it's uh, not a good collective
3: that, mentality
2: yeah, well, yeah, to have also, it off football
3: club. I, just, I just think this is a business where there's a lot of money floating around whether Son and Zona wants to spend money or not is not Jack Rodwell's problem the end of the day this club committed to a contract for a long length of time which he's entitled to sit out if he wants to he is, that's, he is that's in the business
1: sense, of it. But, but half of football isn't about a business I mean obviously it's all money led these days but you still have a commitment to fans and a conscience at the end of the day. That's why last year I couldn't get my head around the trip to the Jolly to New York and then the um oh, and then huge. and then the redundancies. You know what I mean? There comes a point in, in any human's life where you have to consider people that are below you in the food chain, so to speak. And I we- I think that that distinguishes the the nice people from the bad people in this world and that's that's a fact of life you can say what you want about him being under contract and stuff and maybe if i had his money i might feel differently but there's plenty of examples of people Uh, being in you know having a bit of integrity and doing the right thing so to
4: speak you wouldn't feel any different if you had that money i mean if you feel that way about something Mm -hmm. the money shouldn't change you like favorite stories uh fernando alonso the formula one driver was Living in um, Monaco, where all the Formula One drivers live, and then when Spain got into financial trouble, he moved back, bought a house in Spain, and started paying his taxes. Mm. I was just like, Wonderful, that's like type of character that you need at some football club. No. But unfortunately, you look, he's a Formula One
1: driver. On you, you look like or. I know, like Daddy Graham and the, the Hartlepool thing over there, and I, I encourage no. it, anybody to, to try and support that. And there's a GoFundMe type thing, are in Big trouble, kind of an indicative of like northeast football. But Danny Graham's donated a bit of money out of his out of his own
2: pocket. What what me is with that is, you know, it comes down to the fans having to pay. But yeah, we've got we pay essentially we end up paying because you pay for Sky and you pay for your season tickets, and like none of the players really are stepping up to do anything in the northeast. Well, p- precisely. Like Steve Gibson, I, I don't want to call it Steve Gibson too much. He's a great bloke, but they got helped out by Hartlepool so much in the eighties when they were going in there. So. You know, yeah, yeah. Why, why not return, return the favour? Yeah. I don't know. Well, a, it is a sad romantic. state of
1: affairs, as as, and, and Rodwell's kind of—he's he, just—he he could sort hardly pull out in a month. If if ever a player was kind of representative of Sunderland's recent recent history, it's Rodwell, isn't it? That yeah. everything from the, the the lack of an infrastructure at the club to the transfers to the scouting—he's just injuries, injuries. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, on that Jack Rodwell bombshell, we'll take a quick break. Hello and welcome back to part two of the roger Report podcast. I'm going to throw you over to our own Connor Bromley, who's been doing some statistical oh. research. He thinks
2: he's Blythe's answer to the Opta, so here we go. That <laughs> wasn't that far. <laughs> bit of Wikipedia in there, uh, who scored that far, oh, that's really it. That's yeah, good enough, it's good enough. No, I was, I was just doing some, like, a little bit of research today, and I was looking at times we've been beaten by three or more goals. Mm. So since, Just to lighten the mood. Since 8 or 9 right, and it's it's mind-boggling if you work it out we lose by three or more goals in 10% of our games so 1 in 10 we're losing by three or more it's three ridiculous more. you look at some of them like last year we've got tonked 3-0 off Everton 4-1 off Arsenal 3-0 at Swansea 4-1 off Burnley 4-0 at Southampton 3-0 Chelsea 5-1 at 3-0 uh, by United, 5-1 at Chelsea and then this year 3-0 at Barnsley 5-2 <laughs> at Ipswich 3-0 at Sheffield United 4-0 at Cardiff you've got like the 8-0 we lost at Southampton the 6-2 and I suppose when I was looking at it, I was kind of looking for a way of looking at it and going,
3: wow, wow, our wow, fans are really good for still, like, sticking by. Because if you look at it, that there, there was, can be no team that is as bad. I was just about to chip in and say, can you imagine the amount of money fans have spent going to each of those games? Oh.
2: Well, you know. you, Gav, I worked out how many people have been going to games.
3: Ah. Mm.
2: So, since 13-14, <laughs> million people have been to Sunderland home games. Uh, we've won 24... Home games since then, which means that we only win one home game per just under two hundred thousand people. <laughs> games, Jesus, which is again just mind-boggling. I mean, per I did transfers as well, so this is since twelve thirteen. Been busy, hasn't he? I have. It took us about two hours doing this. So we've spent roughly one hundred forty-six million. Like you can't really do it because they're put in disclosed fees. Right, no. and I worked out it's three point two five million per victory we're paying we've paid our players all the times and that's not including wages that's not including wages either so you're probably talking double it's probably about six million that they're spending to get a, wow. a win and in terms of back to back wins we haven't won back to back games since well Moyes we did it once last season uh, when, it, when it looked like what we were going to get out of it I we haven't won week. three in a row um, since 13-14 hmm. so that was the streak to keep up was four in a row which is just was and, then, the, uh, and then the Conor Wickham revival? That was the Conor Wickham revival. The Great it? Escape goes Poyer. We've only had one manager since Roy Keane that's won more than a third of their games. That's Martin O'Neill. Uh, All I the see. other managers pretty much come under 30%. See, Jeez. Jimmy
1: Lawson, if he's listening, gives Martin O'Neill pelters, but according to Connor,
2: statistically, then he's... Uh, he's well, he's I don't really. know, statistically, I mean, Martin O'Neill spent some money, like, and the football was dire. Yeah. I did get, he's, well, the five million. He had, he had, he had was, a uh, decent team, Martin he O'Neill. He did sign Danny
1: Graham, did five, five million January. Oh dear. He
3: has a stat to throw at you. Someone, someone submitted a letter to the site today. Um, it might not even be up by the time some people have re- uh, listened to this, but um, if we pay up or Rodwell sees out his contract and doesn't play for us again, he'll have made 76 appearances for us, which works out at £236,842.10 and pence per game. Wow. Is that on
2: just the transfer fee or the
3: wages? Um, wages as well, I would imagine. He will have made 76 appearances, which works out.
4: Oh, yeah. that is ridiculous. That's, yeah. Can we work out how much we've paid him him individually per win?
2: Then? <laughs> I was going to say, if you look at, though, in terms of wins, so 14-15, we only won seven games. I don't know how we stayed up winning just seven games. <laughs> we drew a lot that we season. Did we did draw a lot. that. I think we drew, was <laughs> that, that Poirier? Yeah yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, we drew something like 18 <laughs> games. <laughs> That's didn't ridiculous. We?
2: Then we won nine the year after, which was the um, Allardyce year six last season we've got four this year so we've won 26 games in three and a half seasons and we lost 26 games last year like god that's ridiculous like that is really I don't know that's kind of summed it up it came to a nice number of 26 and just makes you wonder like how the club sort of
3: how it's got in this position well you can you can sort of see that it's just it, it must literally just be engulfed by this I don't know cloud of just negativity and I don't know Dawa bogged down just I don't know people people who work at the club must be sick every day they go in the players the players themselves obviously they're if they, if they came to them with a winning mentality they'll, they'll have lost it by the time they leave <laughs> well um, that's the concern for um, Clark Salter isn't it <laughs> yeah Co- comes as a highly rated youngster and never wins the game ever again
1: ends up like Rodwell
3: <laughs> it's, it's a we it's a difficult sell it mm. well we're, we're not even you look at like you look like Pickford Leaving here I mean Very highly rated But You've just got to think Like Fair play to him For being able to thrive Under the, uh, mm. the Circumstances last season
4: Aye, Pickford When, you, when you've read them stats Out nice there though.
3: You think how many goals He must have conceded last year Yet still How many, merged, how many our... shots He will have faced as well Yeah Amazing uh, really And uh, don't think any fan listening this needs to be told how bad we've been recently but if you
2: look at i looked at winless runs as well this was probably probably the most damning thing of all of it was times we went without winning games so this
1: is in the league as well yeah
2: yeah so since 13 14 we had a nine game streak which was right at the start of the year and uh decanio then we had a six game and an eight game the next year we had a seven game streak a five game streak a six game streak a seven game streak the year after we had a six game streak a four game streak a five game streak and a nine game streak. The year last year under Moyes, we had two 10 game streaks without winning and a six game streak. And then this year we've had 16 games, which is from Grayson, uh, the Burton Albion game. But you just look at that, and you just wouldn't. No wonder the club's getting the life sucked out of it because you have them runs without winning, combined with the fact that we we'll never win back to back games and you know. Never
1: win home games
2: the mentality must be from all the people that's been there you know the Lee Catamals the John O'Shea's even the younger players you see it there like they're just kind of expecting to not win you know that's that's what they only know losing yeah yeah you know, Lee Caramore, what's his win percentage at Sunderland? Like, oh. he must only win about one in six games. He must be on, like, a, a like 0.7 points a game ratio or something. Yeah, like. I mean, I know it's, it's kind of, like, a, a bit off the point almost, like, compared to today, but I just think all that history going on since, really, Martin O'Neill left and... It's it's just been absolutely dire ever since. You know the the fact that we managed to scrape in the Premier League, I think, was almost hurt more. It's hurt more long term because that losing mentality is in the club. That's mm. a good
3: point. Actually, it's with the fans mm. as well. Maybe we could have done with being relegated. Well, a couple maybe years ago the, the year we probably
2: yeah. should have went down was the great escape year under Poye. And if they went down then, I think they could have built it back up with Poye. In charge, and it probably would have turned Seems out. Seems staff to
3: suggest it didn't. It, that was should have been relegated. Yeah, well,
1: I don't but, know if, but I mean, but it might have even done. It might have even done the fans a bit of good, as you say. I mean, you look at like the likes of Burnley that went down under Dyche, and the, the fans have a have a great time coming back up, and then they yeah. come back stronger. We did it under the, with Reed in the years Yeah, I, I just think
2: that the Premier League years, as, as much as you want to stay in it, and I know we had the six in a row against Newcastle, and there was some good times. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's it's were so much being in that league and, and losing just so often you're coming pretty much every weekend and expecting to get beat you think the home games have lost You know, yeah. 4-0 to Southampton 4-1 to Crystal Palace 4-0 to Aston
1: Villa QBR coming up here yeah, and getting QBR, the big Tongue results so remember n-
3: Norwich being 3 one you know you think the of Villa all the games
2: but it just destroys the I suppose the 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 relationship the fans have and the players have with it because it, you just have bad memories of the stadium. And the stadium light like, used to be for me like quite a happy place, and now mm. I I, I past it every day and I'm just like I really don't like that place now. It's just there's nothing about it now, you know. And Tom yeah. wrote about that the other week uh, for a Report. Uh, he lives in Florida and he was saying the same thing. It feels like the the heart
3: of the club just isn't there anymore, and I think that's what losing has done. Yeah, I used to I used to look at the stadium light and think I can't wait to get there on Saturday. Mm. No, I, I do I go, out, I go out of habit And I've got friends who Who've dropped the season tickets Because they have better things to do Better ways to spend their money Um, But now I just go and I'm, I'm just there I mean, when I read, read Tom's article I saw a lot of that in me What mm. he was talking about He said he looked about And people were just chattering amongst themselves Could barely raise their voices To, to get by in the team yeah. That's me, all over I've said it for two or three years now I can't I remember the Fulham game when Madja scored, um, I remember just looking around him. Like, there was a small chunk going after me right in the south stand, and mm. I was like, "This feels weird." Didn't it? it just felt weird to be ahead mm. in the game, not- knowing knowing that we had a good chance of winning. It felt weird, and like I mean, you've just reeled all those stats off there, but I mean, it just shows, doesn't it? it shows how, how bad we've had it and what it, what it's done to fans. It's really, it's really just killed a lot of people well that, that's that's
1: why I've stopped going I haven't been in a while and it's for me I don't have to justify my loyalty as a fan anymore because I've been there through some bad times anyway I might get pelters and fans might say well you should be here through those bad times well it may be the right but if Ellis Short is going to you know drain this club in a business sense then I'm gonna make a business decision myself, I, and I'm not paying me money to go. I don't I've, think I, I, w- I
2: work on a Saturday night. Why is, should I drain myself emotionally with that shite? The thing is, James, that I don't blame people like you because. This isn't a bad time now. It's not, you know, oh, we've lost a few games, but, you know, we're struggling in the Premier League. Like It's, this a, it's is like a bad era. a team that's had five years of losing has went down the championship and has continued to lose and don't show anything. You can't begrudge. Why on earth should you be expected to spend £430 a season ticket? I'm an idiot and I do it and I wish I hadn't got one this year. Well, you 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 know how close I was to getting one. I yeah. was I was clicks away and I decided against
1: it because of work and I'm so glad I made that decision now. Yeah, I just... I, what's the return on it? I don't begrudge anyone not going
2: to... Twenty thousand stairways, well, fifteen thousand stairways at the minute.
1: the poor souls that went down to Cardiff that will have had to left will have had to leave like at twelve o'clock the night before.
3: Well, the ALS buses to, left that midnight to to, to so get there. there were buses full of, pe- full of people left the, during the night to get to watch that shit. Well, there was, um, was unreal. there was a picture of. Um,
1: a little lad driving down with his dad and the little lad's are asleep in the back with his with his son. Sun and, and it's I, just like that I, the, these kids are getting getting this a bad experience of well, the I,
3: club I, now? I, yeah, I quote I quote tweeted that with a message just I said, uh, I remember being his age. Aye. And doing that with my dad, I remember going to Charlton, sitting mm-hmm. in the back of the car going like stupid o'clock in the morning to get there, do on and all that. Like, but we won, you know what I mean? Aye, so we had a, a good team we had a good pill. team when I was a kid. And I'm not saying that Support a football club is just about the good times because it isn't. That's not why any of us follow Sunland. No, because not since the nineteen fifties, forties have Sunland been at the top of the game no. in terms of stature, in terms of challenging for leagues. Well, last last we, we a, haven't. Last what
1: an FA Cup and well, won the FA Cup thirty seven and the league thirty six season. So yeah,
3: and and and, and then the seventy three was the underdog story. And I mean, so when I was a kid, I grew up watching. A team that tried hard And actually Came to fruition And managed to do quite well mm. Probably underperformed If anything I remember being second Going into I think it was New Year um, Was it a game at West Ham Or something I called? think it was Man United Played, Actually But I mean Man Man I remember In February yeah,
2: 2001 yeah. we were First again second
3: Well I can remember that And I remember going to games When I was that age And uh, That's what made me Fall in love with Sunderland Where you think kids now What, the, what they've got to hang on to oh, Someone made a so very happened. good point Actually about this And said like because I, I list the names of players. I said like, I had Quinn, I had Alex Ray Kevin Sorensen, Kevin, Kevin Ball, Phillips. Like and these even even exciting. idolized. I idolized those as Even players. exciting players like dare I say it, Lee Clark? Yeah, stuff like and that. And then after them there was Julio Walker, mm-hmm. Stephen Elliott. To a lesser extent, I love Stephen Elliott, Sorensen, Stewart. Yeah, but love like Stewart. kids now who who have the really got uh, to look up. To, and I in mean, this, in this
1: era of choice as well. Yeah. of Sky television where they can not even Sky you can just go on uh, you YouTube and you, you can want. watch Messi and watch how yeah. a real footballer plays like who are you going to support
2: well it's crazy you do see so many Barcelona tops with Messi and Neymar me, tops me all little, the time my little brother supports Carlos but he's got a Barcelona shirt yeah
4: they do And this w- is a great time in Sunderland if you wanted to start like a rugby club basketball <laughs> any- anything you're else. right it's, um, you know what I mean I you can it my, my nephew he, he, he must be like 8, 9 years old and he's a uh, he was an absolute diehard. Someone finally knew more about like facts and stats than me. He was telling me about um. Oh, I remember Lord, that Lord. time we beat Newcastle one nil, and it was on match of the day, and the game we ended up second on match of the day, which was really upsetting because the game before Olivier Giroud got sent off against Liverpool in the 29th minute. I'm gone like, what are you talking about? Like, fana- <laughs> what fnatic. is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely fnatic. obsessed. So I went and like, oh, who's your two favourite players? And he went, oh, Fabio Barini and Adam Johnson. yeah what, cracking? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: that, that's enough to turn them off alive. But yeah, um, it is yeah. sad because it, it does. It does seem to me like we're going to miss a generation. And we might still be sitting here doing this podcast forty years. Going, do you remember when we used to get forty-seven thousand at the stadium light? No,
4: so you remember when Jermaine Defoe played for us for like a year and a half. Yeah, that, that
1: <laughs> could be. I mean, for, for me, like it feels like that season, the Great Escape season, and the season we got at Wembley. For me, as a fan, that feels like as it's, it's as good as it's going to get. For the foreseeable future For me Because that, that season For me was magical I was I was 19, 20 at the time I was going to all the games I went to every tie Of the cup run Went to Wembley We beat the Mags twice In, in a season For the first time And God knows how long For me that was Being the age I am 23 Yeah
3: uh, I get what you mean Because you, you, you could go to games And stuff uh, But I mean I like have a drink I, I, sp- <laughs> I spoke about this uh, Last week But I mean As bad as things are And they are bad uh, football is cyclical and we'll have our time again. That's, it, sort of it it's, it's inevitable in, yeah, but cycles in mean, circles. I remember going to going to the playoff final in 98 and you know that was just an go. that was amazing, you know, and then and then after that we had them two seasons after we won the league with record points where we finished 7th. And obviously took a downturn after that, but then McCarthy picked us back up. We had a good season when we got to the playoffs that year. Year after we won the league. Then we had a bad season, then we won the league again. It's like with sunland it tends to to peak and and and, mm. and drop. We were and
1: described as a yo-yo club for years, weren't we? But the, the kind of the mediocrity seems well, the yo-yoing seems kind of preferable over
2: the mediocrity <coughs> now, doesn't it? Look at where we are now. Well, well, yeah,
4: I yeah. Think. You take one good season every two. Yeah. The thing yeah. is,
2: what I think, like, almost put my tin hat on here, but could relegation to League One. Be the thing That actually sorts it Because I know We desperately want to stay up. And People the, said this last year I, yeah, know. I know And it is stupid to say Obviously you want to stay up, And I'm not going to say For one minute That I want them to go down But if they did go down Surely I mean you saw Bolton Last season They You know Financial crisis You know Can't really afford to buy players But they were able to walk that league And come straight back up oh, I can't but look at them the, now. They're not. They're still not great. And my, my mind just goes to
1: to the likes of Wigan, Forest, yeah, Portsmouth, you know right, Leeds. It's such a right, it's Chester's such a
3: right, blank statement to be honest, because you, Southampton for, took a long for time. all of those teams. You can dredge up who've stayed down there and, and struggled. Southampton went down to League One and, Wolves, and look where they are. Wolves, Coventry have uh, Leicester's probably the best example. We're yeah. playing in, in League One. How long ago? Tenure you know, but I mean, city is
4: still there.
3: But the thing is that. Every t- club is different. The financial situations are different. The players have got are different. The managers are different. The way things are ran off the pitch, like Sunderland at the minute, are a complete oddity in my eyes. I don't think a club this size has ever, for a lot, well, not not in the in the era of money. I don't think a club of our size have ever struggled as badly as this. Yeah, no, that's um, not gonna look it's like such a unique. Well, it's such a unique situation. I think. I mean, we we can't compare what may happen or what may not happen to Sunderland. We can't compare it to any other club because I don't think I just don't think it's ever happened before. And I think I think relegation to League One would be the final nail in the coffin. I think mm. I think we'd struggle to sell the club. I don't think there would be any money even if it went down because why would there be? Mm. Um I think that you you look at the squad now, you would have to pretty much get rid of nearly every player, bar the kids, and then find players capable of, of bouncing us straight back I mean it's I think relegation could be catastrophic and I, I, I saw start the other day. I think it was a f- the, the the only team or the last team to finish bottom of the top division and then bottom of the second division consecutively was Wolves in 87
2: No they went I mean, the, all, didn't they go all the way down to the fourth in the end w- sure was, it,
3: was, it was finishing bottom two seasons on the bounce in, in, the, in the leagues that we're in that, I mean this is unheralded nearly. Um, we can't afford relegation as a club. No. It'll cripple us. Can you imagine if you're paying Jack Rodwell 70 grand a week and leave one? Oh, no, it's, <laughs> no it's, I know. I, it's I, moment, I
2: really. honestly don't want them to go down, but I was kind of playing more devil's advocate. Yeah, get you, yeah. I you, get you, you think if they did go down, is that a chance for really having it a
3: clean, a totally clean slate? It's a fairy tale story, isn't it? It's like you look at. Oh well uh, Leicester did it and so But I mean Like I say We're a total Uh, There's no no way of predicting it And you couldn't see For definite whether Going down would be a good thing And we appear to be Like more of
1: a basket case Than the rest of them Put together So it's hard Um, Just to quickly Gloss over a couple of rumours We have been linked with Tom Bradshaw today um, On account of him being Available in Welsh, which seems to be the seems to <laughs> and be and Championship, um, and Championship, which seems to be. Yeah. The, I'll just run through him quickly. Um, was it James? Is it James Henchard? Yeah, yeah. James Henchard did a, a bit of a, a fact file on RogReport Check that out. Um, he was born in Shrewsbury. He's twenty five. He began his career with the Aberystwyth Town before signing for his hometown club in two thousand and nine. Five years at Shrewsbury, seventeen goals in eight nine appearances. Um, went to Walsall two thousand fourteen. Um, had a one in one in two goal ratio. That yeah, one in two matches ratio, but well, easy for me, sir. Scores sa- every other game. Aye, that's the one. <laughs> was signed by Paul Heckingbottom for Barnsley in the summer of 2016. as a reasonable record, kind of 15 times in 16 four it's, championship it's appearances. Less than
3: one in four. <laughs> he's <laughs> basically James Vaughan. He's 5'8 uh, he plays a, for a poor team bit and Young
1: goals But younger. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really that enamoured with the link, and it's probably a bit lazy journalism again. Watch him yeah. sign tomorrow, like, but you know. <laughs> well,
3: he's not even Welsh. He's from Shrewsbury. <laughs> but the yeah. fee, the fee that I saw was <laughs> seven hundred thousand he's yeah, so well Welsh apparently and he's from somewhere <laughs> it's, it's <just> we, we've, <laughs> been, we've, we've been we've <laughs>
1: been we've been through this loads of times I don't need to um, explain <laughs> my dad's Welsh my nan's Welsh they all live in Cardiff I've lived in Wales anyway I'm I lived in Wales for three years the piss, You, you yeah. come from fucking I I Blythe bite. mate I'll bite. <laughs> know. i just clear this up you come from You come from. there's a the, reason you've got fish hooks next to your name on you, my phone you come from the <laughs> end of the earth in Blythe like what is in Blythe it's a terrible place like a team football team that's winning games well yeah but they're still rubbish and you're still a bunch of Jodies, so probably you beat can't have everything can like you <laughs> I reckon Blythe would probably beat us out. yeah probably anyway back to where Tom Bradshaw it's a no from me Like,
3: just, I am not an am I'd like to say I don't think I don't think there's anything In particular Well The only the only plus of to signing Tom Bradshaw Would be that he's a striker And we need Two yeah, of those But um, <laughs> The the article I think Quoted a fee of 700 grand mm. um, There's no way We're pulling that out of our arse, So I, I don't think he's Can't see it happening I don't think he's what we need either To be honest We don't need a 5
1: foot 8 striker No we've just got rid of one of so, them To be fair He's 5'10 t- I think
2: I don't mind Bradshaw I remember when I used to see him At Walsall When uh, Tom Bradshaw Deans. Expert I'm not an expert. Not well, he, he's a live
1: Spartans say. expert more than he is at uh, right. Sutherland AFC yeah, expert.
2: hell, you know, you see one thing and he's just chiming fighting, <laughs> fighting,
3: fighting. <laughs>
1: just trying to wind you up. It's that voice. Gets oh, then Bradshaw.
2: Yeah, I, when I used to watch it, when Dean Smith was there at Walsall, he ended up going to Brentford in the end, and Bradshaw's kind of been off the boil since, but I used to kind of look at him as a. All round sort of striker.
1: Aye. how many times have you seen them play? <laughs> 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 I used
2: to watch. I just said I used to watch them on the football league show.
1: Oh, okay. So just when walls look good. Just two, two minute clips here and there. Or... That's what I was
2: In the main game. No, I wasn't kidding. Mm-hmm. They were so good. good then. I've seen them like four or five.
1: Four or five minutes Burley, It's more well, you've seen him oh, okay. I saw him live uh, Thanks for that Tom Bradshaw <laughs> but, um, <laughs> So James Henshaw's final verdict After he spoke to um, I think it was a, a journalist And Barnes actually Great work rate Physically strong Good at holding the ball up And laying it off Still improving at championship level um, His weaknesses Not the best in the air, Lacking a clinical edge Won't score week in week out I mean we need goals don't we That's
2: quite a fancy graphic that
1: is, I would encourage you all to check it out on <laughs> report. <laughs> so he's done, he's done quite a few of these actually.
3: He's, he's he's this is it, it. this is our way of trying to, to talk about transfers, but in a different way. Yes. Um, so just, people don't understand how we do things at Rota report. we try trying to give you a little bit of a different slant on what you would make normally read in a paper so and we know nothing about Tom Bradshaw so yeah. it makes sense so to speak rather to rather than pretend does. we do we, we speak to people who do know about them yeah. like, so like, why are you asking comment? me <laughs> well you you dubbed yourself nah, the Tom Bradshaw expert going to be on his Twitter bio later Tom Bradshaw expert
1: I'll tweet and- him He'll have one of these fake Twitter accounts. You know, you've got the, the ones for something like the Didier and Dong and SCF Dolphins Bradshaw. and stuff like that. Simply Bradshaw. I, Simply Bradshaw. I'll make it happen. Anyway, we'll move on swiftly to the whole game at
3: home. Uh, Aye. I think that's the best way of putting it. We've, Aye, we've, I'll,
1: uh, I'll, I'll go around the table for kind of a, a, a score prediction, starting with uh, Mr. Cam.
4: 2 0 Hall, David Mailer and Amina Mohammed mean, I mean, each squad. He's <laughs> not there anymore. He's still scored. He's a Villa man. Oh, he'll still score. He'll He'll, come, he'll out. come out. It's just a one game. <laughs> it shows how totally detached I am. <laughs> I don't even know Ahmed Mahmoud. went to Villa. I but used it's... to like Al Mahmoud, Me. I used to
1: think he was decent. We used to call him. Um, we used to call it Elmo time because Martin O'Neill would bring him on without fail for the last five minutes of every game.
3: You used to win used so to win. many headers. I used to get so much. Stuff. Aye but oh. then do you remember when everyone worked it out and Bruce still had Magna pinging the ball to his head? I aye, aye That was that was. I remember him being football. called no, no. the the um, Egyptian, <laughs> Egyptian <laughs> David Beckham before. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian Beckham, two yeah. and a half mil at suddenly. Be it was fair a, to when he's had a pretty decent career in England. Like I think I didn't think he'd go on and play Premier League football again. He did.
4: No, he did. You know. I saw so. a little graphic on the back of uh, Mohamed Salah's success about who's the. Great greatest Egyptian player of all time, and he wasn't up there, and I was a little bit offended by that.
1: Really. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bromster, what's your what's your Hull prediction?
2: pain uh, as as Mister T one
3: said in the rock. I'm going to say nil
2: nil
1: nil nil. You going for a nil nil?
3: I'm going for a nil nil. You brave, Gav? One nil Hull. I think it'll be a penalty by Seb Larson. Oh,
1: um, I'm gonna nil doesn't go. Why
3: didn't I say Seb? Or Larson? a free kick? <laughs> Larson will score like it. How many times a, a season <laughs> of shit-former players scored against Sunderland? It's bound to happen Hull are struggling They're
1: really bad I'm going to go They're better than us I'm going to go so f- 4-1 Hull Oh how it! David Myler Hattrick <laughs> Seb Larson With the other one By the
3: way Can we start checking up On these predictions Because uh, I, I can't remember What I said table. last time I, I
1: said 1-0 Cardiff I, s- I said I said 0-0 Cardiff Didn't
3: I 0-0 yeah. well, Nil Nil Cardiff
4: really. oh, Sorry 0-0
2: yeah. <laughs> Cardiff win, Spiritual nil-nil. victory For Cardiff Possession trophy winners Aye
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't right? think it matters About my prediction Because I mean It's impossible It's not going to happen is it Now is scoring No that's that, that
3: no, that's will be, Probably more likely In the Sun than, than winning
4: <laughs> yeah. I'll change mine to Larson I'll have, I'll have Mayer and Larson 2-0 I think we're going <laughs> to get Better I think confidence confidences At low
1: Unless we sign Some players I don't see it happening Is Fraser Campbell us. fit He might score I think I he is I
3: think he scored The other week So he might be To be fine, fair I When t- they uh,
2: get um, Abel Hernandez back They'll be decent
3: I don't, I've never really rated Abel Hernandez oh, you? But, like, like, he but like I said earlier it? like We just lack Physicality and pace Although yeah. Hull are crap They do have a bit Of pace on the side And they do have A bit of physicality so it's, it's
1: weird with them though Because the, the Leon Slutsky Kind of experiment Went a bit wrong Didn't he And he, he was a manager Who really did his due diligence Took the time to learn English And seemed yeah, to be he was preparing for Up it. for the fight Wasn't he But And could have probably Got a job in the Premier League Before he went to Hull
2: Why didn't we go after Fraser Campbell I just don't understand Like he was free he would have what commanded probably the same sort of wages as Vaughan and Grant. might
3: have. He ticks all. He ticks all know. the boxes for some. he might have went from. He ticks Did all the boxes. Free, injury-prone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> I think the fact that he ended up at Hull probably means he was caught about to nearly every team in the championship. Mm. We probably were off at him. Yeah. Probably said no. Right. right, that's uh, that's the end of um, that group therapy session
1: again. Thanks for joining us, Chris, Connor, Gav. No Just fair. a reminder that we're on Twitter. At r- Report on Instagram say this every week, I haven't posted anything over nope. No, nope, we this will going
3: to become
4: a little thing, isn't it? Like but why don't we post the podcast photo on Instagram? We should every uh see there you go. go well, we, did, the app,
1: right? we did reach out to our to our following to um to send your applications in to become the
2: gram guy. Do we have any
3: application? No, None. But if anyone in no. listen to this wants to become the rotor report it could be a Instagrammer, can touch Twitter. I
2: offered well? it, it ages ago and yeah, then you pied
3: me off James.
1: And I'll but you're for Blythe, you don't know you haven't discovered fire. Never mind Instagram <laughs> that's
3: hot in case you forget to mention it well, no Thursday
1: assist. Thursday ah yep. yes of we've course. got a whole
3: guest on the Rogue Report Extra
1: yep uh, so make sure you tune in for that Graham who is named what's his Death, Death Rogan Death Rogan I'll
2: we'll about that because that's just y- a weird your thing.
1: friendly neighbourhood emo <laughs> bring <in> the <laughs> <laughs> bringing the <Death> Rogue Report <laughs> Extra <to you. laughs> and um, what else are we on oh visit the site of course because there's a lot of great content by a lot of lads fans so what more do you it's need? It? RogerReport.com. Yeah. champion thanks for listening See ya.